Hi, it's me, Victoria, your DM. Wow, it's been a while since I've recorded one of these, it feels like. Well, I wanted to start with saying thank you for your patience. I understand that it's been a while since we've had an episode. I'm sorry, life with a capital L kind of hit us. We had a situation with internet being out for one of the broads due to construction in their neighborhood, and that was out for a bit, um, so I couldn't get their track. And then my dog, I was ill. My dog was sprayed by a skunk, which affects your life more than you think it would. It's gross and quite awful. Um, highly do not recommend ode de skunk in your home. And then uh, once all that happened, uh, well, I went on vacation for the first time since 2012. Went camping with B and my husband and it was quite lovely and it was the rest that I needed. And then on the first day back of coming back from camping, I started a new job with Cobalt Press. I am the social media manager there. So yeah, that there is a lot all at once and but we're good to go. Things are back in order and yeah. And don't worry, I am still social media coordinator coordinator for Renegade Game Studios as well. I'm just, you know, doing the both because why not? Speaking of Renegade Game Studios, if you do not know yet, I have a show every Thursday at twitch.tv forward slash play renegade. Uh, every Thursday, I already said that, but it is from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time where we play Wardlings, which is this absolutely adorable setting for 5e where you play children and children are the only people with magic in this world. So uh, it's super adorable, super cute, very family friendly. So come on and check it out. Also, I am the host of Indie Showcase for Roll20, though I am going to be stepping down from that. Uh, my last show will be on the 15th of September because I just have too much going on in my life and I can't handle it all. Uh, just too many, too many balls in the air. Uh, but there'll be some exciting news about who's taking over and I am super pleased with who's taking over the show. I am very excited and I can't wait for that announcement to go out to everyone. Speaking of announcements, we do have one. If you haven't followed us on our social media, or if you're not a patron or in our Discord group, uh, we did release a statement last month. Uh, so let me read it out here. Regarding D&D, Wizards of the Coast, and us. We stand with our marginalized friends and allies and believe it is imperative that companies provide supportive workplaces that provide prioritize equal, inclusive, and fair treatment of their employees. Unfortunately, WOTC has continually failed to provide this kind of work environment, particularly to their most marginalized employees. D&D and its settings in many ways belong to the community far more than any single corporate entity. However, it is also impossible to fully disentangle them right now. As a group, we agree that, as content creators, even small ones, we have a greater responsibility to uphold our values and support our friends and community directly. Providing support, even tacitly, to Watsi in this moment does not sit well with any of us. 
After much discussion, we have decided that season three will be the last season of this particular story. We have been playing this campaign for two and a half years, and by the time this season is done, we'll be over the three-year mark. This is a solid run, and we're happy with the story we have told and where it will end. Never fear, though. We will continue the show, but with a different system and new characters, full of the collaborative and narrative-based storytelling that you have all come to expect from us. We can't wait to tell new stories. With love, the Broads. So what does that mean? Well, it means we have partnered up with Monty Cook Games. We are super, super excited. And we are going to be moving off to a science fiction using Cypher System. So we are thrilled about that. That's not going to be for a while, though, because that's we got to finish this arc and we still have more story to tell, but we wanted to let you know about that and stay tuned for more updates on what we're doing. We've got a new logo in the process and we're super excited because it looks so good so far. It's just, you know, the basics, but it we're, we're getting there. We're, we're making progress. So anyway, we wanted to let y'all know this and we will get to it. The broads have a lot of thinking to do. Will they listen to the advice and wisdom of Carrick and Paisley, or will they continue down their path of vengeance and darkness? And quite frankly, murder. You're listening to The Broadswords. Kristen Flemons as Yulari's Roaring Horn, our half-elf wizard witch. You're taking my baby goat on the roof? Tracy Gibbons as Keela, our high-elf bard scald. Why does everybody know my name all the time? B. Zelda as our lovable tiefling barbarian, Maypri. Oh, it's been so long since I've seen you look at you! And then there's me, Victoria Rogers, your DM. It's the next day. You have just finished lunch. Yelleries, where are you in the house and what are you up to? Um, I think in uh, a fit of uncharacteristic guilt... Yolaris is back in the library um, re-cataloging and reshelving uh, all the books that uh, she had uh, unshelved and uncatalogued, and perhaps just like updating their uh, their organization system. Yeah, and you know it, they, their organization system wasn't that great before, so I don't feel that this, bad. Yeah, yeah, I really I'm doing I, I've done them a huge service. Sometimes you don't mm-hmm. even realize how big the mess was until 
you make a bigger mess and then you realize that in making the bigger mess, you've undone some of the previous mess. And I feel like this is a speech that she's given, um, perhaps to Eulary's junior, uh, quite a lot over the course of the day. Uh, and it doesn't always make a lot of sense, but that's okay. Eulary's junior does not talk back. She's a good listener. Keela, what are you doing post-lunch? I have uh, taken you Larry's Jr. We have gone out, maybe, because uh, we'll remember that my room is in the attic. So it has a window that leads outside and has access to the roof. So I have taken you Larry's Jr. You're and- taking my baby goat on the roof? I didn't tell you before I took her. We are going to have a talking <laughs> to about this later, about safety and minors and people who don't have opposable thumbs in high places. But okay, carry on. She has, I put a harness on her. I put some rope around her waist and tied it around my waist. Goats climb literal rock faces. Also true. I am a nervous mother. (laughs) Also true. Regardless, I have taken her up on the roof and we are people watching down on the streets of Sigil. And what kind of people are you looking at the most? I think that based on an experience that we had last time that we were in Sigil, that there's probably a few merchants that are in the area. So uh, we're, we're watching the merchants and we're watching the people that are shopping, uh, you know, kind of looking more for the, the brighter, more out of town looking types of folks that are passing through and, and just, uh, you know, refilling their supplies. So you are perched atop the roof of your house with a harness Gilaris Jr. We pan down briefly into the sitting room where Gilaris is still lecturing her goat who is not there anymore as she tidies up the bookcase. And that leaves us with Maypri. What is Maypri doing post-lunch? I think around this time, Maypri has taken it upon herself to go and see if her old uh, job as a glitter cowboy hat wearing um, strong arm uh, position was still available because she had a lot of fun just like throwing people out of the bar. Uh, So I think perhaps she has arrived at the bar to talk with... um, Whoever is in charge now to see if this position is still open. Ah, Maybree! Oh, it's been so long since I've seen you. Look at you! I think your eyelashes have gotten longer. Looking great. Ah, thanks! Yeah, you're looking good, too. It's been long. Where you been? You just up and left. Uh, I think I had some evil to fight, um, some people to visit, and some items to save. Definitely things to save. You know, just regular stuff. Mm. How about you? This place looks fantastic. There is even more glitter on the floor, or that could be... Nope, I'm positive that's glitter. It looks great here. Uh, thank you, thank you. Business has been booming of late. You know, people like to leave the rest of the world away when shit gets, you know, bad. Mm -hmm. And things are starting to get bad in Faerun, so they come to Sigil. Have you heard any juicy rumors by chance? You know, the kind of rumors that I like. Wink, wink. No actual winking was done. 
Hmm. Well, there's always rumors around here. What kind exactly do you mean by wink wink? Do you mean the salacious kind? <laughs> um, because I didn't think that was your thing. It's not, but maybe tonight if I come back for some of those details, who knows? Uh, no, the rumors that I'm actually looking for are more about... Anybody who might have been looking for bagpipes, any topics of imminent war, you know, the really big, big topics, the ones that nobody wants to talk about in public, but everybody is whispering about. Yes, war has been on the lips of many. Any specific details about the war? You know, the stuff that could maybe help or destroy lives, that kind of stuff. That's my favorite. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, the Wizards of Thay have finally made a move against Rashem, Rashemin. Ooh, those are details. Yeah, where have you been? You didn't know this? Oh, you know, I've been around doing stuff here and there. I've actually spent a lot of time on a boat. You should check out my sea legs. And she's going to point um, dramatically to her legs, which are mostly just like nice legs, but nothing, nothing particularly drastic. Worked really hard on these sea legs. They've come a long way. Ah, never took you to be a sailor. Me neither. Um, but, but, okay, so sorry. I, I really came here to ask, can I have my glitter cowboy hat back? We normally keep them reserved for employees. But I think... I think we can make one exception. It's good to see you, Maypree. It's good to see you, too. <coughs> okay, I'm done and, talking to And, um... He goes and gets you a, a hat. Yeah, lots of glitter. Now I never want to do that again. I'll never talk to him again. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I regretted the choice the minute I started. I was like, well. Oh, mm. The worst part was I had questions and I'm like, oh no, they have to keep using that voice. It's not going to feel great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so the Wizards of Thay. Sorry, was it Wizards of Fae or Wizards of They? Fae. Fae. T-H-A-Y. Okay. We've encountered them. I mean, heard of them. They're the Red yeah. Wizards, right? The Red they Wizards. They fought in the war. There is, Hilaris, a knock on the door. Um, I will send the Unseen Servant to uh, answer it. And there, in the door, is... An elderly man in a white cloth suit and an elderly, squat, portly woman with a wizened face in a green, frumpy dress. So I imagine the door opens and they see nothing. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Gilaries is kind of distracted by what she's doing, kind of like just sent the unseen servant like sort of like with only half her mind on it and is still um, kind of expecting somebody else to deal with it. So she's just is still shelving books. Would I have seen them approach the door from my place on the roof, maybe? Oh, yeah, for sure. 
And if Maypre is on their way home, they would probably stumble upon this scene as well. I think that I would start making my way downstairs when I see them approach the door. Yeah, I think as, as Keela um, comes in the room, probably, I think there's somebody at the door. Just still buried in the, in the books. I give you Larry's a bit of a look for the lack of acknowledgement and make my way downstairs. I don't see the look. <laughs> but I know it's there. Okay. And there at the door stands an elderly man in a white linen suit and a short, wizened woman in a frumpy green dress. And they look unbothered by the situation. I like to imagine that the unseen servant was doing lots of like very polite bowing and gesturing and but nobody could see it. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor <laughs> poor unseen servant. Mm-hmm. Uh, good day. Can I help you? Ah says the man. Keela. Why does everybody know my name all the time? Mm, you know mine. You just don't know the face yet. What's your name? <laughs> he puts out his hand. Bahamut. I definitely reel when he says that and take a step back. I like to imagine that Maypre got to, like, the door just as that introduction was being made, and if she had any groceries in her hand. (laughs) Is she wearing, like, a glitter cowboy hat? Absolutely. I feel like it's safe to assume that from this point on, Maypre is never not wearing the glitter cowboy hat. Oh, in Sigil, (laughs) she wears that hat 24-7, working or not working. (laughs) It's got little holes for her horns. (laughs) It's perfect. Um, But upon that introduction, like, wide-eyed, she will drop her her bag full of leeks and butter. I see Maypre come around the corner and we lock eyes. And I think we both have a bit of a wide-eyed, very confused gaze. Um, And I shout up the stairs... Larry's, I really think you should come downstairs. Just a moment. No, I really think you should come downstairs. We have guests. I will, with great huffiness, um, put down the stack of books that I was trying to decide whether they belonged in um, military strategy or military history. Um, Leave the stack and come just stomping down the stairs. What is so important that... <sighs> Who's this? Ylaris, this is Bahamut. And this is my dear friend and colleague, Eldaf. Is that a name we would know? Yes, it is a name you'd know. Uh, she is also known as the Green Goddess or Mother Guardian of Groves. She's the goddess of singing waters. Worshippers of Eldath are usually druids, pacifists, and people troubled by violence. I'll just look around and 
Well, will you be wanting tea then? That would be lovely, says Bahamut with a smile. And he rubs his hands together. I'm starved. What about you, Eldaf? Ah! I would love it! Be here to talk to you about Roll20. Are you ready to start your own game? Roll20 makes it heckin' easy. Their virtual tabletop runs straight from your web browser with a full suite of digital tools that expand pen and paper gameplay. I am playing a game of Burnbright on Roll20 right now. And let me tell you, there are more than 4 million people that already use Roll20 to run their favorite games. And if you're not playing Burnbright, Right? What are you even doing? You have beautiful tokens, there are fantastic maps, and just like the character mancer, every way that you go through to set up your game, there is all of the information that you can access from the journal section, handouts, like, ah, it's all so good. If you want to learn more, you can get all of that and more with the free basic account on Roll20. I suggest that you you give it a sign up, you know? Sign up now at roll20.net slash start slash broad squad. That is B-R-O-A-D-S-Q-U-A-D. Come on, join the broad squad. Be here with a review from SkyMe1988. It is titled One of the Best. Oh, thanks. I've been a huge fan of actual play podcasts for quite some time, but I've never listened to one like this. I listened to most of the episodes in a few days. I could just not stop. They do an amazing job of mixing both D&D and improv storytelling. Ah, uh, thank you so much, SkyMe. That is a wonderful compliment. I'll send the unseen servant to go start making tea. I'm sure there's something left in the the cupboards. Maypre, did you get groceries? Yeah. Um, it was mostly what a lot of people just bartered me for. Um, I don't know if it's good, but this is green and purple. I think it's a tea. And she'll hand you just a tin of dried something. It's kind of up to your interpretation what it is. Is it tea? Is it drugs? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? And <sighs> Servin, if there's any leftover cupcakes from Paisley and Carrick, uh, maybe a plate of those too. The sugariest looking ones. Yeah, I think Paisley is only there half days now yeah. since uh, y'all have moved in, but... Uh, yeah, there there are some baked goods and there are some some like pies because 
as much as Paisley tries, um, Paisley can't cook, like, savory food unless it's in a pastry. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice. We have Pastries so much butter all. available. Yeah. <laughs> and I do feel like if the Unseen Servant is preparing things, they're um, a little liberal with the butter. They probably took inspiration from Maypre. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Maypre's probably food, butter has... on the doorknobs. Yeah. Walls. The Her knives all is... come preloaded with butter. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Does yeah, the yeah. servant <laughs> use the original butter spoon? I don't know. Does Maypre keep that on her person? She would, yeah. yeah. So probably not. Not unless like yeah. they're in the kitchen at the same time, but then Maypre can't quite see the unseen mm. servant, so it makes for a cooking um a chaotic cooking experience. Yeah. It's very exciting. So like some trays <laughs> of, of tea come rattling out invisibly and like questionably assembled platters of like leftover pastries and like just chunks of butter and some raw leeks yeah i do also feel like you know the unseen servant is cast by yularis and i don't know if that how it works but i feel like perhaps the unseen servant's expertise is somewhat limited by yularis own lack of like innate understanding Mm. of what kitchens are for Mm -hmm. um so it does its best yeah and so like the larry's would have seen perhaps paisley you know uh her at work but like also maypre's cooking which is like filtered through many yeah it's like the like whatever is remnant in yularys like subconscious then gets filtered into some sort of static magical entity that is like it's like a bad ai it's basically <laughs> like one of those ais that's like trying to like write recipes yep. <laughs> yeah oh. it's a poorly trained neural net that's serving <laughs> us tea there might be butter in some of the tea oh yeah but only mm, some. butter tea's a thing yes it's it made properly yeah <laughs> all right well, everyone, I'm glad you tune into the broadswords because you just listened to 20 minutes of us. Uh, okay. Well, this looks grand. Thank you. It was nothing. And Bahamut goes directly for the pastries. Not to be ungrateful, but... Can we ask what brings you to our our home of sorts? Yeah, that's fair. Very fair. We're here because you, well, we understand you have questions. And hmm. you deserve answers. So here we are. Why now? Why? This is, I mean, this is unexpected for sure, but why... Why grace us with your presence now? Why not before when we were just beginning and we truly needed these answers? Because now you're going to become evil. Are you sure? Murder falls under the realm of Baal. But we can't get judged for something that we haven't done yet. You're seriously thinking it? I'm sorry, can you read our thoughts now, too? You, we don't need to. We know what your choices are. You've been living in our house that we have with our servants. 
I mean, we can't deny that. Your servants have been wonderful. I thank them every opportunity I can. It's just a lot to take in, you know? Um, in you kind of casting judgment like this? Uh, it takes away... It almost like it tries to invalidate the feelings and the reasons that we want to, to do what we want to do. I don't know. I, I want to follow my friends and, and, you know, perform the tasks that have to be completed in order for, for everything to be okay in our eyes. And that might not be okay in your eyes, but I think there it's are important. There much better ways for justice than murder. You hear that, Keela? Perhaps we should just send him a strongly worded letter instead. Yes, uh, dear Lord Wolseley, please don't murder people. Sincerely, Keela, Yularis, and Maypre. And then I'll put a little, a little heart at the end. Dear Lord Wolseley, we were made very, very sad by all your murders. We hope you take that into consideration in the future. Dear Lord Wolseley, would you kindly mind um, not starting a war or being involved in a war in Rashomon? I suppose mm. we shouldn't judge right now whether um, he started the war or, you know, is involved in it. Regardless, would you mind stopping the war in Rashomon for us? We would greatly appreciate it. That's a good one. I like that one. That one's signed you, Larry's Jr. If you look over at Maypree, she is thinking so very hard for one version of those, but like strongly worded <laughs> letters, not her forte. Okay, fine. We'll take our rings back. And he waves his hand and they're gone. They are not on your fingers. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, wait. And I will take the bagpipes. They are mine. I forged them. I let mortals use them but they are mine i would very much like to know i mean while you're here and you're answering questions i would absolutely love to know how my ex-lover and his family came in possession of your bagpipes they came because of you he had them before i was around Yes, but when you have the goddess of fate, the weaver of futures, on your side, you know quite a bit. Why was I supposed to have them then? Especially if you're going to take them now, after all I've done is stolen them and had them for a whole day. I'm taking them because you are mocking us and you are obviously not here to be serious. I'm here so being serious, asking you, you questions right us? now. No, we're done. Goodbye. Snaps his fingers, gone. Aldath is still there. He doesn't have a very thick skin, does he? He's also he a doesn't have god. To. Yeah. Aldath says, when you want to be taken seriously and treated as an equal, you should treat other people the way you wish to be treated. Well, it's a little bit difficult for us to be treated as equals by a god when we are mortals. Mocking someone is not the way. I wish you well. Have a lovely day. Oh, uh, it was and lovely to meet you, Eldath. Eldath, Eldath, just out. one... 
please make sure Bahamut takes care of those bagpipes. I know that they're not mine to pass judgment on. I just... My intention was for them to not fall into the wrong hands. And I just... I just please just request from me that he takes care of them, cleans them regularly, make sure you really get in the pipes. Thank you. She nods and then waddles out slowly on her cane. I grab an extra pastry. Yeah, me too. Meek pre-holds the door open for her so she can exit calmly. And then comes back wide-eyed, mouth aghast. (laughs) Uh, fuck? That seems appropriate, yeah. Yeah, fuck! Why are we mean to gods? (laughs) We weren't mean, I don't... We haven't done anything wrong. I don't like judgment being passed on us for things that we haven't done yet. I was always taught to grovel before them, to Hi. to lower your eyes, to... It takes a lot out of me to want to be as jokey uh, as the two of you. And I, I respect it. I do. I think it's wonderful, the two of you. But also, I am terrified and I think we should do something but I don't know what as you say this things around you begin to disappear first it's just a book then it's just a light then it's the rug then it's more books I'm gonna slowly get up and just like take the hands of Keela and Maypri just so that hopefully if we disappear we all disappear together and Ylaris Jr. and Ylaris Jr. goes in her Bjorn well you are just left standing on the ground in an empty spot where your house used to be equals disaster conversations. (laughs) We are going to be moving our release dates to Mondays instead of Saturdays. Um, Now that I'm working two jobs, um, one full-time, one part-time, I just need more time to edit, so the weekends are when I have. So we are moving them to Mondays. Our next episode will be released on the 7th, um, just to kind of get back to to the swing of things. So thank you, everyone. We will see you next time. Thank you to all of our new patrons. We have so many wonderful new humans that have joined the Broad Squad, and we are so incredibly grateful for your support. With that being said, I have some wonderful thank yous to shout out. Sarxis, thank you. 
Eric Ham, you are wonderful. Sky Eldridge, thank you for supporting us. Ella B, yeah. Karen Tang, thank you so much. Karch McCoy, you are fantastic. Layla Bryant, you are marvelous. Thank you for your support. Kent Magalit, thank you so incredibly much. Robert Henretta, yeah, thank you for supporting us. And Timbrius, you are fantastic and heck, thank you so much for joining the Broad Squad. Ah, yeah, wars on the lips of many. That's the... That's the way that... This voice sucks. <laughs> Hard on you. But I've I'm now done committed. that voice. I feel like my throat hurts just listening to it. <laughs> oh. Hold on. I let won't me, talk let to them for much sip. longer, I promise. <laughs> I just need some more deets and we good. <clears throat> All right. What did I say? I was asking about rumors, and you're like, yeah, rumors been on the tongues of many. And that's the end of that. Well, <laughs> who's going to break the news to Paisley? I don't. <laughs> not, not it. Oh, and I'm so sorry. All it's of all that gone. time organizing the library. Friends, like, please don't let me talk to gods again. Uh, just next you know time. What? I was I was right there with you. Slap duct tape on my mouth. <laughs> you don't have the best track record, but heck. Yeah, Keela does have a tremendously bad track record talking to gods. Mm-hmm. I love it, though. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> No, that was excellent. It was so very broadsword to just not take things seriously, and then it's surprise, it's consequences. <laughs> oh. Sounds like Hilarious. there's consequences to her actions. <laughs> no, I love it. I think, like, I don't know, Hilarious has a big old chip on her shoulder about, about gods at this point, so. Yeah, we've, we've been tired of being pushed around by gods, but I had my bagpipes for one fucking day. One day! <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> ah, shit. Here we go again. <laughs> All right, let me hit stop. All right, stop. Yep. Theme music by Victoria Rogers. Other music by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech. And High Class Klaus by Wild Wonder from Soundstripe.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. <laughs>